0: Good morning. Good morning. 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 This is uh, Mr. Richard Lang. And for those of you that don't know, a lot of people that are coming here already know, but he studied for 37 years with Douglas Harding, kind of the founder of the headless way, and traveling all over the world with him. He doesn't expect any kind of prestige or taking a, a position that's different than than any of us, he always says the headless way. You can't make a mistake, and your headless way isn't better than mine, and mine is not better than you. So it's quite a wonderful thing, and we've we've got it several hours with them. Some of you, some of you will be leaving after two and a half hours, but we're going to give Richard complete control. So there may be moving of mats and all kinds of things going on. So. Just bear with us, but but thank you very much for coming. And I, I hope you have a wonderful time that uh, is going to be presented to us. Thank you so much.
1: I love workshops because for several hours in a week I have complete control. <laughs> <laughs> well, welcome and uh, delight to be here. And thank you for inviting me. Thank you very much
0: so much.
1: So the uh, theme of the day is Who Am I? What Am I? This approach is uh, uh, experimental, experiential, and I am appealing to each of us to be our own authority on what it's like to be yourself and just to take a fresh look. And uh, we'll be doing a, a number of awareness exercises, experiments for exploring, taking a fresh look at ourselves, and uh, exploring what... Uh, the some of the implications of what we discover. And the, the basic experience is non-verbal. And... Um, it is a completely private experience but I believe it's the same in essence for everyone here seeing what you are from your own point of view so notice right now that you can't see your own head is that true? Yeah. you can see your nose but if you look at your nose close one eye and look at your nose you see, it, it's very large, you've got the biggest nose in the room, <laughs> and uh, it's the only place you can say that, and not get, <laughs> oh, my goodness, you've got the biggest nose in the room. <laughs> but you've got two, right? Yeah. <laughs> Very, very simple, non-verbal. Hold your hands out like this, you see. Well, put them down for a moment. I'll show you what you're going to do. You're just going to hold them out, look at them, and bring them back, either side of your head. Well, obviously, as you look at me, my hands just go either side of my head. That's the public view. That's what I appear to be to you. But now you hold your hands out, you see, and you see the space between your hands with a bit of the room in it and now gradually bring them back as I did, but notice they get bigger, and keep going, you see, and the space between the hands gets wider, with more of the room in, and keep going, and your fingers disappear, and then keep going, and all the way to your wrists probably into what I call the great space, my headless true nature, and then you bring them forwards, and they appear magically out of this boundless openness, you see, and then there they are. And that is drawing your attention to your own private view, which is, uh, you see, no view, empty, headless, faceless. Just do that again, because this is about attention, so you can't really do it too much. So all day we'll be doing this. (laughs) the the people who are living at lunch lucky you (laughs) 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 so bring your hands back you see and and just let your attention travel from uh, two feet away or whatever it is back and back closer and closer to zero your hands disappear and forward out of nothing So I say, you've got the experience, look for your head now, you can't see it. You've got sensations, you can see a bit of your nose and so on. Uh, It's like looking for the wall behind you, you can't see it. Now, uh, undoubtedly you'll have, yes, but. (laughs) 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 Which would be a surprise if you didn't, wouldn't it? And so we can explore the butt. The butt is very creative, you see, because this is challenging your view of you, you see, because you're well acquainted with what you look like now. But I say that's what you look like at 3 feet, 10 feet, you see. And I say that there's a difference between what you look like at 10 feet and what you look like at zero. It's relativity. You see, if you look at the floor... You see a floor. It's actually truer to say that is a floor at three feet. Because if you go up to it, it's fibres or something. You go even closer, it's molecules. So everything is like an onion in that it's got layers. And what it is depends on where you're looking at it from. And you go right up to it, and it's particles. People say, you know, it's really nothing. No, it's, no, it's almost nothing very close, but from here it's very solid. Now, it's the same for you. I can see what you look like at ten feet, or three feet, or whatever it is, and you're a person, you're very solid looking. But if I come up to you, I lose you. Patch of skin, cells, right? It makes sense, it's relativity applied to oneself. And the question that I am raising here today is, what are you at zero distance? Not at 3 millimetres or 10 feet or 2 miles. You see, at 2 miles, you are Detroit. And at 20,000 miles, you're the planet. And at 20 million miles, you're a galaxy or a star or something. We don't take it seriously. Say, so no, I'm a person. You're a person at this range. And I am in a better position to see what you look like now than you are because I'm out here where your appearance is manifesting. If you had tomato ketchup on your forehead now, you wouldn't know. I would. I'd be wondering how to tell you. (laughs) (laughs) Because I'm out here where that appearance manifests. And if I came up to you, I would, I would find out what you are at, at much closer distance. Mm-hmm. And so each of us is like an onion with layers. We, don't, we, we, we say, yeah, that's true, and then we carry on as if we haven't heard it. But you see, you are like an onion with layers, and you need every one of these layers to sit here and breathe. It, you see, the yes but is very creative, because if you take a fresh look at yourself, I say that it involves actually a huge change in your life, coming from a very simple observation, because we have swallowed hook, line and sinker, what everybody tells us about ourselves, and live as if that's the be-all and the end-all, and it's not. You see, at this range I am human, I'm Richard, at a uh, greater range I am a city, a planet, a star, a galaxy, a cell, I need every one of these layers to sit here and breathe. I need, obviously, my lungs, the cells that make up my lungs, the molecules that make up the cells, I need my atmosphere, my sunlight, my star, It's one living system, like an onion. You see. Now, who is at the center of all these layers? Who are you really? And all the great traditions say the one at the center is so amazing. Just unbelievably glorious. Who you are, nearer to you than you're breathing now. It's not somewhere else. It's it's so close that we overlook it. And what I'm inviting you to do today are extraordinarily simple but radical experiments to turn your attention around to look for yourself at who you are and take what you get now point at the floor to direct your attention at the floor this is an experiment and you look and see what color it is you don't have to like the color to see it look at the patterns uh, there you are you don't have to have to ask anyone else what am I looking at you just look. You don't have to have a name for it. Point at your foot or part, you know. And, and just look at the look. You see what is there. Point at your knee or trousers or something. And just look. see. Finger. And then what it's pointing at. Now point at your torso. Finger. Bit of a gap. And something. It's not nothing. It's something Now point back at where others see your head. Hold your finger out so you can see it. Now what are you pointing at? Do you see your head there? Do you see any color or shape or movement? I don't. In fact, I'm pointing at the one place in the whole universe where I point at nothing. This is what I am at zero. No one else can confirm this or affirm it for me because they're not here. Only I, me, I'm this side of my finger so only I have a position of authority to say what it's like, I say it's spacious no colour here, no shape, no movement it is essentially a non-verbal experience so if my words don't fit, find your own or don't use any it doesn't matter, you've got the experience I just don't believe anyone can see their head there but you're the authority you point back at the floor you're pointing at a thing point at a cushion you point at a thing I don't know point at a fan you're pointing at a way you point out you point at something you see now point back no thing now point with the other hand out like this two way pointing directly out directly in this indicates this space at the centre isn't just empty it's also full of the present moment what's in it And this space is always full of something. Certainly is right now, right? Yes. This is not difficult. This is so simple. We think, can't be this simple. Oh yeah? So you're looking at me and presumably I understand, I hear, you can see Richard. (laughs) I can't. I see I had this body disappearing into nothing, you see No big nose coming out nowhere and sensations, you see and my voice is coming out of a big space here but I understand from out there this nothing, this reality, this awareness manifests as Richard but the manifest is a different Richard in every one of you same the other way around see, I'm out here and I can see you but now, we can, I understand that for you, you're headless. You can't see your own face now. You're looking out of an openness you see, in which the room is happening. Of course, this challenges our way of, of thinking about ourselves. So it's very creative. Very creative. And I, uh, uh, I'm not afraid of yes-but's. I welcome the butts. (laughs) So seeing what we are from our own point of view, you see. So hold your hands out again and notice the little space between you. This is I put your hands down again. I'll just explain one thing about this. Is that this experiment obviously has movement in it. You're moving your hands from, I don't know, two feet to right where you are. Do you see what I mean? You understand my language. And the art of it is that the attention will move with the hands. So you're moving, in effect, your attention from two feet to zero. That's the point. Today is about moving your attention from out there in the mirror or in others back to you. And have a look at what it's like to be you. And not, you know, for today to pause in a way for a moment in terms of what everyone is feeding back to you, 24-7 about you, who you are, and what you should do. <laughs> and just for today, pausing and saying, today, I, am, I can't stop that, but I'm also going to just have a look for myself and be honest with myself privately. Sure. And then live from what I find is my challenge. So you hold your hands out, they're two feet away or something, you know And now as you bring them back either side of your head, your attention just kind of travels with them, so to speak. And they get bigger and bigger, the space gets wider between them, and then the fingers disappear. And you've drawn your attention back to this strange place where you find nothing but space full of the world. And then you bring them forwards, and they come out of that space, so that space doesn't go away now. Or again, point out, you see, at the floor, you're pointing at something distant, then point at your foot a bit closer, your attention is moving up to your knee, even closer to the place you're looking out of, to your torso, even closer, now come up your body, you see, and then come all the way up to where you're looking from, where others see your face, and you're pointing back, and no face. And this is you at zero. Now this is a kind of non-experience, right? You can't put your finger on it, it's not a high, it's not a realization, it's about, it's, it's about the most non-experience you can have, right? People say, well, so what? I mean, it, I, you haven't, I, can't, I can't do anything with this, you see. It's not uh, everything else you can get hold of, you see. And, and, but this, uh, don't reject it because it's different. But, you see, uh, immediately we can see that this has potentially profound implications be- because the fact that I... It's taboo, you see. No one talks about it. You can't see your face. No one talks about that. No one talks about it, you see. It's a taboo. It is so taboo, we don't even know it's a taboo. <laughs> right, and we don't. We have no idea why it's a taboo. It is so deeply repressed. You see, we don't. We, we think, oh, I can't see my head. So what? You know, of course, I can't see my head. You see, what's the fuss? You see, there you are. Society has rubbished it already. So today we're being a bit, a bit rebellious. <laughs> So, for example, and there's lots to explore today. And there'll be an exam at the end. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, when I notice now, privately, and have the courage to proclaim it, I can't see my face. When I look out, I see, instead of my face, I see yours. Now, I'm in a, 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 you know, this position where I've got all your faces, and you have, you, you've just got mine. You know, but you can see the principle there—that anyone you look at now, we call it face to no face—and in society, language rules. We tend to experience only what language lets us know. We don't realize it, but it's often true. Uh, you know, you won't see something until you've got a word for it. Or you won't know something until you've got a word for it. Well, so far, society has told us that we are face to face. So we live as if we are just face to face. It's this. But now we're introducing the experience. We're waking up to the experience, what I like to be oneself? And I'm introducing a new phrase, face to no face. Now that allows us to notice, oh of course. when I look at you it's face to no face. I have your face and you've got mine, right? We trade faces. Here's another phrase. We're trading faces. I'm in you, and you're in me. And this is perspective relativity. From, from Sunin's point of view, I am face to face with you. I understand that. That's, that's the view from outside. I'm like this with you. All right? I operate as if that's true. But now I'm waking up to my point of view, which is face to no face. Whereas, it's the opposite. I have your face now. Mm. Very, this is a this is very different way of being with others. Mm. You, see? you see that you're built open, right? You're built open for the other. From the outside, you're built closed. From the inside, you're built open. You are now built open for everyone in this room. Whether you like it or not, I say. (laughs) Does it mean you have to like everybody? No! We're not talking about uh, uh, that yet. We're talking about the basic setup. And the basic setup is face to no face, I say. This is for you to test. This is to Look. But this is rather infectious. Once you uh, realize that you are being given permission to notice your headlessness, finally, taboo as it's been for centuries and millennia, finally, it's out in the open, you see. And you have permission to notice and take seriously the fact that you're headless. So in this room now, I say that we've brought brought this onto the front burner, And now you know that I am noticing I am headless space for you, right? So now you know when I look at you I'm noticing I'm headless. (laughs) Which reminds me that you are, right? It's infectious. Because consciousness, where we come from is infectious. There's lots to think about you know here.
0: How do we know that others have the headless experience?
1: I say you don't know for sure. You only know your own. But, you see, we'll get into this, but uh, there are four stages of your life, the baby, the child, the adult, and the seer. The baby is headless without knowing it in terms of language because it's pre-verbal. But you look at the baby, you know, right? Does it make sense? I'm using a jargon, I don't fit it. But let's say the baby's headless, unaware of what it looks like yet in any detail at all. All right? So it has no idea that others are there, mm-hmm. right? See, they're just pictures in consciousness. It doesn't, if you put a baby here, it wouldn't feel, why are you all looking at me? <laughs> <laughs> it'd be, it'd be going. Its view is out, it'd just be you know. Right? Yeah. And that's infectious, isn't it? Because if you've got a baby doing that to you, You're not going to go, why is it looking at me? (laughs) You're going to join in. It gives you, you, that's the one being in the room that you can just relax and be with, right? Everyone else, oh, adults. (laughs) Complicated, right? For the baby? Now you were like that once. You know it. You see, you know it in your heart. It's not something foreign. The second stage is the child where through language you start to understand, oh my god, there's people out there, and they're looking at me and they can see me. I wonder what they can see. You see. Apparently I'm a little boy. And I look a bit like the one in the mirror there, which is very odd. You see, but I don't want to be a little boy, I want to be a train. So the second stage is you're beginning to become self-conscious. In other words, you're beginning to recognize that you've got an appearance for others, but you're not very clear yet about what it is, which is the playfulness, freedom, flexibility of the child. We all know it. You see, you really were a train or a bird or something. You weren't pretending, you were one. Until Mum and dad said, stop pretending. I'm not pretending, I am a train. Right, you see. Of course you were. Because you're nothing for yourself and you learn you're trying to work out what box you're in in society. Now the third stage of the adult is you fully take on that you're behind a face you can't see. You're in a box. Now that is faith. You can't see the face. You've got sensations. We'll go into this with the mirror. So the third stage of the adult is I am a separate consciousness behind a face I can't see. Therefore, your face must hide a consciousness I can't see. Right? Mm -hmm. This is the faith bit, which we think is given. But it's not. You look out. There's no other consciousness you can be aware of directly but your own. But you profoundly believe with every fiber in your body that there's 30 consciousnesses here. And you operate as if that's true and you're one of them. That's the third stage, vital. So now you're, you're di- living deeply as if there's someone there and there's someone here. All right? Hello. <laughs> Great. Remind me your name. Greg. Greg, yes. I know Greg. So it's always good to have a you know a plant in the audience. <laughs> <laughs> there's another guest coming. Out. Ah, they're coming from <laughs> every, oh, <yeah. laughs> All right. So uh, just very briefly there, uh, and then uh, we'll move on is that then what you see you now, no one questions whether or not there's somebody out there you you accept it's true, right? but it's faith, mm-hmm. you can't be sure yes. but you act as if it's true and no one questions that the are behind a face but you can't see it right? but you act as if it's there you see, and no one questions that no one questions that, that you're behind a face private, in a box you see. now today we're having a look we're going right back to square one say, am I in a box? Am I what, uh, here, what I look like to you there? I'm somebody there, but what am I here, you see? And I discover I'm headless. Now, it'd be very odd if I then said, well, I accept that you're in a box. Now I see I'm not, you're mm-hmm. not. Do you see what I mean? Yeah. I must grant you now your glory, yeah. that you are built open, you see. Where you are, you've no face there. You're wide open for Richard, right? Yeah. Okay. Now we live, not, oh, now we recognize, you see, that I'm the one and you're the one. Right? I'm headless, you're headless. It's he put in these extremely simple but physical terms. Hello, come in. Right. Can you repeat that, please? No. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, well, you see, I am introducing you to a a very simple basic experience. And we'll keep coming at this experience from different angles. And there's lots of ways of uh, uh, thinking about this. And we'll all think about it slightly differently. So if you don't get some of the ideas, uh, buy my book. (laughs) <laughs> so we'll go over them. Do you see what I mean? But this, this is, uh, it, 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 there's, there's lots to discover. If I can, I'll put my understanding as simply as I can. You see. Uh, but the, in the beginning, you're headless as a baby. Now, did you just come in? Have you done the headless way experiments? Okay, alright. What do you think today is about?
0: Decapitation. No. Is it no, 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 no. decapitation. Is what
1: decapitation. is You're in the right place. <laughs> Have you made your will? <laughs> <laughs> so, the ex- what is your name? Tim. Tim. Okay. So, Tim. No. Uh, look, what we've all done so far. Just notice. We can't see our own heads. That's the decapitation bit. And it's a private experience. As you look at me now, you can see Richard's face, but you can't see Tim's. True? True. Yeah. That's it. This is a non-verbal experience. We call it face to no face. Make sense? Okay, yes, Yes. you see. How simple to share is that? I haven't shared you what it with you what it means. That will take all day and all year. All right? And it's for you to discover for yourself as well. But the experience itself, you see, let's do this again for Tim, just to get him on board. You hold your hands out, look at your hands, bring them back towards you and past your head, but notice from your point of view, they get bigger and bigger, and they disappear. And that's the headless space, and they come out of nothing. Hold your hands like this. You see, like in England, we call them horse blinkers. What do you call them here? blinders blinders yeah all right so notice that your hands are like giant hands there's they go from the ceiling to the floor true all right and between your hands do you see your face or the room <coughs> the room okay that's it now we start the, uh, visually but we'll go into all the other senses We just you know it takes time But that's it, you see. So now you know that although you see my face between my hands, for me, they're huge, and the whole room is between my hands, right? You grant me that, the same basic experience as you have. So now, between my hands, I have you. You're in me. This is non-verbal, non-conceptual, non-emotional. So you can't get it wrong. It's not about feeling one way or another or thinking one way or another. It's so basic. It's the baby. Before any understanding has come, you're looking out at nothing. I'm putting words on it for the sake of communication. I was going to start with something else and I didn't. (laughs)